Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 106. Drives me. I'm always surprised when I get to 106. It's crazy that we've got to 106 episodes. I always want to start by just saying thank you. Uh, this podcast is a passion project, and I feel so very, very blessed to be recording. Um, always with my co-host Stace, but now with this in this episode we have a special guest. So I want to start there. The special guest we have on this episode is Melissa, Melissa Amos. And Melissa, I'd love for you to start with introducing yourself. Tell us a bit about you and what brings you here today. Well, thank you very much for having me on this episode 106. Um, so, yes, I am Melissa Amos and I work with people who are spiritually curious, who are on the spiritual path and wanting to know a little bit more about their mysticism and the magic that surrounds them um, and I help them understand that we all have our uh, special unique kind of powers and our special unique kind of intuition and the way that we work through the world um, often that has been shrouded and, and locked in by you know programmings and beliefs and all the things that kind of make us who we are um, and I help people break through those why so that we can create this life that we love of meaning and purpose knowing that we are here on this earth for a reason um and we're here to make an impact so so i'm here i love it i love it and obviously introducing my co-host and stacey so you know i have to do introducing the normal way so introducing the amazing the stunning the healer extraordinaire and now published author stacy brown stacy over to you Hi friends, it's so good to be back with you. My name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive healer. I do intuitive readings and Akashic record readings for people globally. I'm also a spiritual mentor, I have an amazing 12 week program where I help you to awaken to your soul's purpose. I'm a recently published author, and as you can see, a podcast host. I'm really happy to be here with all of you today. I love it, I love it. Hi everybody, I'm Nims. I'm also an Akashic Record reader, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, and a spiritual coach and mentor. And I just love the space that we're in. I love the the work that I get to do. I really feel that there's like a mass consciousness where we're all going to going through some upgrades and some kind of awakening of some sorts. And I love to guide people to shine the light. And I really do feel now's the time, right? I feel a lot of us are being push the shine a light differently and really challenging what's our purpose so so yeah i'm looking forward to this podcast i love one of my favorite topics topics is talking about the akashic records they've changed my life for sure um so yeah this week's topic is unlocking the wisdom and exploring the akashic records and um i'm sure for those that are regular listeners will would have heard me talk about the records before but from my perspective the records are everything, or it's a record of everything our soul's been through. Current life, past life, parallel life, future life, everything about us is thought through the records. And I'm a big believer that all of us in some way have already accessed the records. So if you've done a meditation, if you've channeled a message, I really believe you've connected with the records in some kind of way. And when you book a reading or when you, when you give permission for a reader to go deeper, um, what you're doing is you're giving them access to your records. So you receive a message from your guides um, that you're ready to receive. And you're giving the reader permission to go deep into your energy, into your, into your consciousness, to really kind of share a message that your guides want you to hear. Um, and it's always a unique experience. Um, when we had a brief chat before beginning the recording this episode, you know, sometimes people get the impression that Akashic Records are all about past lives and, and sure, past life stuff comes up. Sometimes there's no guarantees. But for me, Akashic Records are, are really vibrationally, they give you insight into what you need right now. And you will always get from my, I'll always, I'll always, anyone that books a reading, I'll always, I'll always mention that you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. And for me, that's the important part is, you know, we all have expectations about, you know, kind of where we're at, what we're doing, what we're doing next. But the records give us an insight into a deeper level of awareness of what our soul's gone through. Because ultimately, we're, 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 we're a soul having a human experience, which means everything we're experiencing is in some way expanding us. And booking a reading or even listening to a group message 
maybe just gives you a deeper insight to be able to accelerate your journey because you're still on your path, but you get some insight and you kind of accelerate your journey. And while I think about it, I'll be, rem I'll be remiss not to mention that we do have a promotion just for this month where you get a discounted reading with me and Stace. Just wanted to mention that on the side. I'll include that in the show notes. But I wanted to hand over to our co-host for this episode, Melissa. Melissa, I'd love for you to talk about the records, what they mean to you, and kind of what guided you to them in the first place. Well, thank you. I think you gave a really nice uh, summary there of this space that holds everything that us as a soul has ever been known, had desired, it, and all the stuff that sits behind it. It's uh, this realm that I think what makes it quite unique because I think you can probably work psychically and and in regressions and in all you know all different forms to find out what happens uh, you know you can go into the subconscious and discover what happened as a child even as a past life um, you can use cards and all sorts of tools to be help you understand what's going on and happening in the future but for me what's really unique about the records is how they're held and for me, they are this space of everything, everything that's been done and everything that will be. Um, and then we are there and we kind of vibrate somewhere within this record. And we have our own little uh, little records within there that, you know, all, all vibrate together. And it's not just a space that we can go in and go, oh, look at me. I was Cleopatra in a past life or whatever it was that we were. It's a space that's held so sacred and with such reverence that whatever it is that you have done, said, been, had, wanted, desired, want to happen, is seen through the eyes of compassion and non-judgment and acceptance. And something happens, I think, when you go into that realm and want to discover anything, whether it's about who you are now, about who you were, or about the potential of who you're going to be, when you experience those things through that perspective, it really changes everything. You know, quite often when we're thinking about things that we've done, what do we do? We think back and we go, oh, I did this thing and I'm so embarrassed, or I'm ashamed of what I did, or I feel so guilty, or I should have done, could have done, might have done. Um, and then what we're doing is in those moments, we're rewriting a record now of the thing that happened, now covered in shame and guilt and fear and all the things. When we start to discover ourselves from this other perspective, well, then there's no limits because we're all, as you said, we're evolving and growing and expanding and everything's there to expand us. What does guilt, shame, fear do? It contracts us. What does love, compassion, openness, acceptance do to us? Well, it expands us. Um, so it really does help us expand into that soul being uh, that we are. And that's certainly what it's done for me. I love it. I love it. And it is, you know, it is true. It's that, you know, if, if a past life comes up in a reading, it's meant, it's 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 because there's, for some reason, you need to have access to that to be able to release something in this life. Right. And it does give you insights into really what is whatever's happening into your world and you know who decides what's right or wrong. If yeah. we're meant to be having an experience, a soul, you know, a human experience, then you know, whatever we didn't done that we perceptively think is wrong, what if it expanded us? What if it's there here to teach us something that is yeah. teach us something that we can really use to guide ourselves and to guide others and just opens up us to a different realm. So I love it. You can anyone that's heard me talk about it before knows I'm very passionate about it. I'm also very protective, and I don't think I don't feel the records need protecting, but they have a special place in, in my heart. I was guided to them, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But I'd love to hand over to Stace and you know, Stace, when we talk about the records, what does it mean to you and you know, kind of unlocking the wisdom behind them? What does that how does that resonate with you? Stace. What does that mean to you, Stace? For me, it's something that I have seen um, just in the last couple of years. I mean, I knew that I was able to do readings for people of an intuitive nature, but I had no idea that a space even existed 
Um, so to, if I were listening to this episode and had no exposure to the Akashic records, it would just be a foreign language to me. And what I would say is it's, it's a vibration and it's a way for us to understand more about our soul's journey. And oftentimes we try to find clarity in the now, right? Like, why is this happening to me? What is happening to me? What do I do next? And I believe that when we delve into the Akashic records and we gain more clarity on what our soul has experienced or what is meant for us in that reading, it can help give us insight into who we are now. <clears throat> for a, a, just an interesting example, um, as a teenager, I was out on a boat with my family and every summer I had spent out on a boat with my family. So it was nothing different. It was a space that I felt very comfortable in up until that point. And I had this insane fear come over me all of a sudden of being on the water. I wondered for years, years, why I felt that fear. Where did it come from? And in delving into my records, I understand that I experienced a drowning in a past life. And so how divine to now have the understanding that the fear didn't come from some random place that all of a sudden I had the fear, but there was a, a reason and a meaning behind it that then gave me the clarity and the wisdom to understand that though I felt that fear, it wasn't from this lifetime. And it brought about some peace for me in understanding why I felt the way I felt. I do want to say in the Akashic record readings that I've done, it's not always part of the reading that you necessarily get the experience of past lives. I believe that when you do a reading for someone, you're giving them what they need in that moment, whatever that message is. And there's a huge amount of trust that I feel I have to have as a reader in my higher power, in my angels, my guides, my soul family, that they will bring forward whatever is needed for me when I open my records and that they will bring forward your soul family, whatever is needed for you in that reading. And I would say no two readings are alike. Every experience is very, very different and very independent of each other. So I've had people say to me too, like, okay, I've had an Akashic record reading. When do I get another one? And I would say, whenever you feel it's time for you to receive another record reading, do it. I believe that opening the Akashic records is something that is a gift. And if you're open to it, maybe you're even meant to learn how to open the records yourself and be guided through that process. Because it's been something I've been able to add on to let's say like traditional prayer or meditation, opening up the records gives me a deeper insight into myself. And so I just want to encourage our listeners, if you're hearing this and you know, you're kind of lighting up at the idea of the Akashic records, maybe you're meant to start by getting a reading from someone else, but maybe you want to ponder opening up that area of your intuitive nature yourself. I love it. I love it. And I, you know, I just think about the couple of people we were I've been working with recently on training. And it's such a beautiful journey to connect with help people connect with the records. It's like it's just opening up a whole brand new realm. And um, you know, Stacey, I want to follow up with something on you said in terms of, you know, I just hear people when we talk about the records, there's a lack of a level of fear because there's a lack of understanding. Um just to kind of reiterate, the records for me are a really sacred, safe space. And when we're doing an individual reading, you know, it's it's your guides that are protecting that space. So, you know, there's, you know, if you have dark, we all have light and darkness in us. And, you know, if something dark is exposed, it's, it's meant to be exposed, but it's exposed in a safe environment. And, and I love the energy of the records and, you know, I was guided to to learn how to read the records when my mentor uh, left this realm. If you've heard me talk about it before, she's the one is who's now one of my guys that was talking about Akashic Records. And honestly, a couple of months before she passed away, I hadn't really heard about the records. Um, and I believe, look, as humans, we need to give labels to things. And so 
talking about the Kasha, talking about Kasha records, has been around for centuries. It's mentioned in in Christianity texts and also in Hinduism texts. But it's a, it's a label, as we were talking about earlier, and the way that Melissa was describing it, it's kind of label for everything. You know, I mean, I've done readings for homes before, for businesses before. So it's kind of like everything has a record. And just connecting it to it, you're just connecting to a vibration. And, you know, I, I love the kind of just doing somebody's readings and just the light that goes up in people. A lot of the time people say, oh, you know what? Um, everything you said sounded so familiar. It's just, you know, because the messages are coming from your records. Just sometimes we're a bit stubborn and we don't we don't always listen to that energy. And it's really interesting, the group message I do on a monthly basis. You know, when I started that, I was thinking, oh, you know, we'll just do this as, as a bonus. But it's, it's really weird. Those messages on a monthly basis get the most reaction. So it's for me, just it's just another confirmation that you receive what you're ready to receive when you need it most. And whoever books a reading or whoever gets training on how to read the records, for me, it's a soul contract. In some way, we were supposed to meet and open up those records to give you an insight into what's happening inside you. So um, I love it. Just the... I've read for thousands. It's changed my life. The mentorship program that both me and Stace mentioned, we channel through the records. Um, I've now read for thousands. And it's just, it's impacted my day-to-day -day life in such a big way. Um, so I feel very blessed with the records. Um, so Melissa, let me ask you, how has the records and connecting with the records affected your life personally? What 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 are, we, what are, what are you what are you doing now that um, potentially you weren't doing before you connected with the records? Um, this might sound cliche. Uh, the day, so there's always there's always a story with these things, aren't isn't there? And um, to get to one point, my records were opened by somebody through a series of synchronicities. I'd never heard of them, and we had this mammoth session. It was about two and a half hours, um, and she just said, "I'm going to open your records." I was like, "Fine, let's do this." At the time, I would I'd been tuned into Reiki for like 10 years I had I was sitting in circle I was doing psychic work I was doing readings um all kind of quite low scale but you know it was it was there and it was developing and uh, she opened my records and, and it was quite unique the way the reading was done because it wasn't really a reading it was more of a healing and she was asking me Melissa what are you seeing what are you seeing what are you experiencing and I was getting these really visceral responses physically my body was shaking I was having um not to put anyone off uh, but I was having uh video like um, images coming through in my mind and I was getting life after life after life and understanding after understanding after understanding and in those two hours I healed so much that I was holding that I didn't realize I was holding um for example there was a whole story about not wanting to show up, being afraid to stand in my power, um, being restricted for um, what let's call the magical abilities, however you want to interpret that. Um, and so a lot of that started to shed. And there was two key moments, well, there was a lot of key moments, but for the sake of uh, this conversation, there was two key moments. Um, one, the lady I was working with said to me, Melissa, go and find a life where you were a teacher. And I went, why would I find a life when I was a teacher? This was not an image I had of me, one iota. Yet we found this life when I was a teacher and there was a lot of shame and regret attached to it. Um, and I'd left that life with this understanding that if I follow my heart, you know, I was letting a lot of other people down and that this life was a waste of time. And, you know, I didn't do what I was meant to do. However, when I re-experienced re this from the viewpoint of the records, I actually, in this space, met a person that I had taught in that life, years after I had long gone and, you know, in my depth of despair. And this person, this soul, came to me and said, um, what you did for me in that life allowed me to go on to have a life that I never could have had 
you know, everyone else had given up on him and he'd gone on. I don't, I don't quite know what it was, but the, he'd gone on to invent something that had then changed the life of many others. And in that moment, it was like, you know, all the cards came crashing down. And I was like, wow, OK. And no kidding. So I'd been attuned to Reiki for 10 years ish at this point, And I was obsessed. Like I, I'd read all the books. I'd done Reiki every day. I could talk about it all day long. Two weeks later, I found myself through another series of coincidences taking my Reiki teacher training. I'd been done my master training probably six years prior. Um, and I just it, it, it was just there. And then the circle that I was in, the teacher said to me, Melissa, would you mind holding the circle? I'm going to be away for next week. Do you mind holding the circle for me? And I was like, OK. And then suddenly this life of the teacher began to unfold in front of me and now that that's what I do I help I train people in their intuitive development their psychic development their given the Kashuk records uh Reiki um and coaching mentorship and you know and it was that moment that really helped me personally step into my power so my life was it was a, a fork really from that point um but you know what that's not for everybody not everyone that reads the records is going to become a teacher reader healer psychic like it's for everybody everybody has one but I'll tell you the big thing it's done for me in terms of how I show up in the world apart from finding my path and all that fun stuff it was this understanding that as you get to know people and, you know, like yourself, you've done like hundreds, thousands of readings and you meet these people in all different walks of life and you start to discover who they are as a soul and you start to discover that everything they've done, they've done for a reason or another. And that everything that they've done, when because when you're reading, you're in that lens of compassion and understanding and acceptance. So suddenly you're seeing things that maybe happened which in this lifetime you might judge as well that wasn't great or like oh, I wouldn't do that or that's shocking behavior but you see it through this lens and you're like well I understand why you did that and the impact that that had and maybe I was did something that was very not nice but actually it helped somebody else in a lesson that they were moving through and I was the brave soul that decided to be the not very nice person so that they could go through and move that lesson and suddenly, you know, this whole like the namaste, right? This whole, you know, we are one and the light in me sees the light in you and all of that. All of that makes sense when you really delve in and work and see through the eyes of the records. So it, it it's changed my whole worldview, really. I love it. I love it. And it's um, and as we all, as all three of us talk about our experience of the records, I, I guess I just want to point out everybody's experience is unique and whenever I connect someone with the records on the training perspective I kind of always remind them that you know we'll talk about the, what our experience is like but be open to your your own experience being different and being magical in its own way because you know we're, we're a unique soul and how we connect with the records and the insights we get are unique to us and the the it's easy for me to say, but the, the more you can leave your expectations at the door and just be open to receive, the easier it is for you. And, you know, it's just, you both said it, right? Whatever insights you get through the records, it's it's an insight you're ready to receive. I mean, Stace talked about drowning, right? I have, I have the same experience, right? I have an experience of drowning. And that past life taught me that in some way, it was impacting me in this life because I was expecting the same thing. It was a betrayal. And it's almost like I was going into relationships expecting to be betrayed because that's what I brought into this into this life. And you get insights. And it's easy to, it's like when you get insights about this life, it's easy to go, oh my God, I can't believe it. I've been doing that for this year, for so many years or holding it, carrying that. The point is you receive the insight when you're ready to release it. Right. So there's a divine timing to it. So you know, it comes back to nothing is missing, right? And it gives you an awareness of of what's happening. But your intention when you connect with the records is really important. If you if your intention is to be fixed, then you've got to check in with that intention because none of us need to be fixed. The whole point is having that human experience, and we're here to have that experience. And 
you know, the, what the records does is it just allow you to ex accelerate whatever's happening in your world so you can learn about your purpose. You know, unless you were talking about finding, you know, going back to and experiencing a teacher in a past life so that you understand that you meant to be you meant to be a teacher in this life. That was your experience. It doesn't mean that um, you know anyone else is going to have the same experience, but it does give you an insight into why you're here if you're open to it. And it's your interpretation of it. All we can do as readers is guide you to what's happening with your records inside you and you coming to your conclusions and going on a journey and integrating that message is, is really a personal experience. I love it. I mean, I was guided, like I said, by, by my mentor to to connect with the records and learn the records. Um, and yeah, just connecting people and teaching people how to read the records right now is one of my favorite things to do because it's like opening, it's just switching it like a light bulb in somebody's like, oh my God. And I remember um, just when I first connected, it was like, you get addicted at the beginning. Um, and I see the same in others. It's such a beautiful experience. So I love the records. So Stace, tell, tell us about your experience with the records and how is it so, your life? That's one of the things I was thinking of is like, I if I were listening to this and I were, I was curious and I knew that I was interested, but didn't know where to start. I would just say, I compare things a lot of times to the physical body because it's tangible and we can see it and people tend to understand more. So imagine if you went into a yoga class and it's your first class and you see the instructor doing this insanely complicated pose. Okay. And you're like, I want to do that. You know, as sure as I know that you're not going to get to that pose in the first yoga class. So I want to say to anybody who is maybe just delving into the records, not everybody's first experience is this overwhelming explosive moment. And I say that because we guide a lot of people through the process of, of, of navigating how to open the records. And oftentimes as, as I mean, it was as recently as yesterday, we were guiding someone through the process and she was like, well, how do I know? Like, about past lives and how do I do this and how do I do that? And she was doing a lot of in her head thinking. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the records, it's more about what you feel than what you think. And sometimes our ego can get in the way and kind of overpower the feelings or the sensations or the impressions that we might get. And just like going into a yoga class and it taking time for your body to stretch and adjust and work into these more challenging poses, I personally feel that going into the records can be that way as well. I'm not saying it always is. Some people have a mind-blowing experience the first time they open the records, but I don't want to set our listener up to think that that's the only way. For me, when I opened the records the first time, I was quite quiet and introspective and just allowed myself to feel the sensations. Um, what does this new connection feel like? What do I feel? What are the sensations going through my body? And really dialing in on being present in the moment with myself and connecting with this new intuitive space. And I just keep thinking of like our listeners and that there's somebody there who's like, I really want to do this, but I don't know where to start. Again, it's about getting out of your head and getting more into what you feel. And I believe that the more frequently you open up that space, the more familiar it gets, the more connected you feel. And so now a couple of years later, where I'm doing Akashic record readings regularly, it's a lot more familiar to enter into that space. Every person's record experience is different, right? But there's a vibration that I now know and can connect with pretty quickly. So if you're somebody who has had an Akashic record reading and maybe you want the exposure of being able to open your own records, I would encourage you to take time 
on a regular basis, the same way you would with your physical body if you were trying to get it in shape and take intentional time to connect with the records because I feel that the more that you connect, the more familiar it gets and the more you're able to understand the sensations and the impressions and the intuitive hits that you get. I believe that we all have a very powerful gift. And some of us, as we grew up, had that light dimmed by our different experiences. Some of us haven't acknowledged that light since we were little children. But I believe that that light exists in all of us. And when we turn that light up and we turn up the vibration of our intuition, we can access a different vibration through the Akashic records. And so I, I'm at the encourager, you know, and I just think of our listeners and I, I want our listeners to get excited about the idea that there is another form of communication and connection that you can experience in this life that will help you to understand more about who you are, what you've been through and who you're meant to be. I love it. I love it. Beautiful way of describing it. And um, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I really, anyone that we train on how to read the cash records, like I was saying at the beginning, I really feel that we're guiding people and we're not training. Your soul already has a unique ability to connect with the records. It's just the human in you that's had so much programming kind of forgets. So it's just removing those layers. And while I think about it, um, I recorded a meditation as a podcast, actually. It's one of my first ones. I think it was uh, episode nine, and it was over two years ago. But it, it, it's, a, it's a guided meditation that takes you to the library of the Kasha and allows you to access three past lives. If you want a taster before you book a reading or whatever that looks like, maybe listen to that meditation. I'll include it in the show notes. Um, and I guess, you know, there's three of us on here that, that are readers, Pick, pick, whether it's us or somebody else, always pick a reader that your soul resonates with. Because again, for me, it's it's, a, it's that soul contract. It's that, you know, so, and I reiterate, there's nothing to be scared of. There's no, you know, some people get scared of, you know, well, what if I'm going to expose some darkness or, it's a very, very protective space. For me, when I'm doing a reading for somebody else, it's in many ways the closest I feel to source because as a human, I'm not really there. So, I don't know how I can reiterate in, in, in the safest way that for me, it's a beautiful protective space. The way that Stacey was describing in terms of if you want to learn how to do it, then yes, it's a journey. Um, and comparing yourself to other readers really doesn't help. It's that it's your own unique journey. I would always start with kind of getting a reading. What does that feel like for you? Um, and again, just being open to magic. I mean, I've just, I love the, the impact that I've had on clients, kind of them opening up to a different magical space. Um, so I guess I'd go there next. Melissa, I'd love for you to talk about what impact has the records had on your clients? So what have you seen with your clients as you connect them to the records in whatever way you do? What impact has you seen it with the people around you and the people you work with? Thank you. That's a, uh, that's a great question because for me, you know, it's about, it is about impact. It's about, well, how can I discover more about who I am so that I can become more of who I am? And, you know, it, you know, like every single spiritual text and philosophy comes back to the same thing, doesn't it? It says, know thyself, know thyself. Um, and there's a reason why it keeps coming back to that, because as you begin to know thyself, and I see this time and again, in, in a hundred different ways, and, you know, it can look like the tiniest minute habit, yeah? Or it can look like a complete life 180 change in, you know, in everything. And, but it doesn't matter. It's the impact that it has on you. But what I see time and time again is people becoming the person that they're meant to be and owning that and being like, okay, like, well, this is who I am. And this, this unapologetic way of being who I am and then using that it's almost like if you've let's say you've 
got a desire to learn something um but something stops you and stops you and stops you and you have all that imposter syndrome and you have that all oh, well why me and who me and all of this and we see it a lot in the healer I work with a lot of healers and intuitives and you know and we can often get to a point where we think well it's not safe for me to do this or nobody can pay me or the poor healer syndrome all of these things when we've discovered that maybe two things maybe we've been training for lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes to be this healer so literally it's not just the the two years that I've been learning about this thing in this lifetime it's also the 500 years that I've spent doing that then it kind of like you you get permission you're like okay well maybe I am meant to be doing this maybe maybe why me is because why not me it's meant to be me so there's that side. And then on the other side, it's like, oh, okay, now I know why I didn't want it to be me because it it hasn't always been safe to do this. The world hasn't always, I mean, it's not really set up now for us to stay in our power and be in our power. That's not what we're kind of trained into. Um, and so there's all of this baggage uh, that we hold that makes us think, you know, just like Stacey had that feeling of being on the boat and feeling unsafe. Now, if you're an intuitive and you suddenly feel unsafe, you're like, oh, my God, something really some impending doom's going to happen to me now because I'm having this intuitive response. And so I better not do it because this is my intuition telling me something bad's going to happen. Now, we discover, as Stacey did, well, it's not that something bad's going to happen. It's because something bad did. And now my I think it's your gut feeling, you know, this kind of more visceral response um wakes up and goes hey this isn't safe because once you drowned right so your body's just trying to keep you safe your intuition maybe is giving you another story and then you're in this battle and so I've seen uh, similar stories to as Stacey described that we discover okay so this happens so that makes sense why every time I go to do this this fear comes up or I stop myself or I get sick or you know I get a sore throat or I push people away or I feel like I'm on the edge, whatever it is. Oh, I understand why that happens now. And sometimes it is just in that understanding. No fancy rituals, no fancy ceremonies. We can do all those things in the records and I love to do all those things in the records, but sometimes it's just that, oh, okay, this happened. No wonder I feel afraid. Rewriting that record of, I don't need to be afraid anymore. I'm safe now keep coming back to that I'm safe now I'm safe now um and then we can't help but follow our path and our calling it this is this is what I see time and time again in a hundred different faces I love it I love it and actually a couple of valid points there in terms of you know we all bring gifts into this life right and our soul's been working many lifetimes for these gifts in many ways, we just, as a human, trying to reconnect to those gifts. And if anyone's listening, thinking, well, you guys are talking about somebody else. If you're listening to this episode, I'd encourage you to delve into what's happening inside you because you're listening for a reason and you do have gifts. You do have, and you're meant to use those gifts in this lifetime because your soul's worked hard for and you're needed and you're wanted in this life. So you're not listening to this by chance. So... You know, maybe you want to delve into the records. There's, by all means, book a reading, but you can. There's lots of prayers available. I'll take you through the process we follow after after I get Stacey to talk about the, the impact she's the, the records of other clients. But you're listening to this for a reason, so you have care, you have gifts. Be open to receiving them. Maybe after I listen to this podcast, be open to just what may your gifts be. When you think about the records and energy, energy and the vibration around you, how does it make you feel? maybe something inside you will just start to open and it opens up a new door that maybe will continue to open and get wider. So Stacey, I'd love to hear from you in terms of what, what impact has the records had with, with, you know, your clients and some of the readings you've done and can you share and give us some feedback? Yeah, I think that the records have provided a lot of insight for my clients to things they might not otherwise understand about themselves. Um, I would say the first thing that I feel is the most impactful is that each message always starts out with a connection 
to your soul family and making their presence aware to you and you to them. And oftentimes in the busyness of day-to-day life, I think a lot of my clients forget about the powers that surround them, meaning the ancestors, the angels, the guides, the soul family, the spirits and the other realm that are surrounding them and love them and are supporting them on the journey. And it is a beautiful thing to connect a client with that love, that sacred, divine, unconditional love. Many of us have been through heartbreak of some kind in this life. And to feel the power of that unconditional love can sometimes be both beautiful and overwhelming. But I would say that's the first thing that I feel is really powerful in working with my clients on the Akashic Records. I would say the next thing is the message might not be what you expect, but it's always what you need. And the idea that I surrender myself to that experience and connecting my clients in whatever way they need to be can be a really beautiful exchange between my client and those spirits, angels, guides, souls that are surrounding them. And I can't even count the number of times that a client has gotten to the point in the message where they're able to ask questions and they will go into the reading thinking they're going to have all these questions. And then it comes time for them to ask the questions and they'll say something like, all my questions have been answered that I could think of, or they're so overwhelmed by the beauty of the message that those questions no longer matter. And it is profound to walk that journey in that space with another individual or a group of individuals, because when they get to the point where they're having the reading, they've made the decision that they want to connect. And I believe that's all you really need is the desire to connect. And then you let spirit do the rest. So for me, there's a lot of takeaways from working with clients, a lot of beautiful moments, whether it be a past life that's acknowledged, whether it be an experience that's being acknowledged, whether it be a sensation or emotion that is in this current life that they're going through, the space is so loving and absolutely divine guided that I have yet to have an experience where I haven't had a client be blown away by the power of such a beautiful and sacred process. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's it's just for me, it's so magical. Just and the beauty is that it's such a lovely, beautiful space. But it's also unique depending on who you're reading for. So, you know, sometimes you'll get the visuals and sometimes you'll get the the feelings and but ultimately you're giving you're giving the reader permission to connect to your guides. And there's so much love coming from your guides. If you're open to receiving the magic of it, there's so much beauty, there's so much you know, the process we follow, it is a process because you, sometimes you need that process, right? We'll always do a meditation to cleanse the space. There's a prayer we use. Um, and there is there is a familiarity to the process. Like, I was like, um, kind of really starting off with helping you to feel the energy around you, helping you to feel the, the energy of the soul family. As part of it, I also like connecting you with your soul family and you know, kind of meeting a couple of your guys and the energy and the vibration of them connects you with your higher selves. So there is some consistency, but the parts in the middle are just a beautiful magical flow that actually in many ways is led by your guides. So yeah, I love it. I love, I love the change it impacts. I love the, you know, as you say, every record, every reading I've done is just been a magical experience. And the more open you are, the more you receive from it. So I, I, I just think it's beautiful. And I just, it reminds me actually a little bit. If you want to 
I mentioned the meditation. Um, I know we recorded this before, but you know, me and Stace have a monthly Zoom call and we opened the group of Kashi Records and in, in each of those calls and we've just had that one. Um, it's weird, I'm recording it before, but I know I'm going to post the recording from that session before I post this episode. So, But there, there, there are podcasts where you get at least vibrationally feel the energy of the records um, before you book a reading. And like I said earlier, there's lots of prayers available. If you're feeling that calling, that energy, check in with your intention. As long as your intention is... I want to explore what my soul is doing. And it's like, I've had so many conversations with my soul. I'm like, why did we pick this life? What was the reason? And the records have helped me understand why I picked this life, why I've been through certain things, which at the time were painful, but now I get that I have the insight to know why I went through it. Doesn't necessarily mean you always avoid the pain, but at least that insight helps you understand why. And I just love it. So, um, Melissa, I'd love for you to talk about what, what you do on a day-to-day basis and, you know, kind of if somebody wanted to work with you, what would that look like? How do you integrate the, the records into your business? I'd love to hear more about that. Oh, I love the records because they do inform everything. And, you know, for me, I, I work I work with, I'm a bit of a spiritual geek. I love all the stuff, right, you know, and, and I've done a lot of, uh, training through from psychic and intuitive work through angelology through to um spiritual counseling and psychotherapy and you know the, the, there's a lot going on in there and the law of attraction and all of this and for me the records bring everything together because it gives you that that real uh, base insight of how all of these things work together so for me, the Akashic Records inform everything that I do. I do offer a um, few one-to-one Akashic sessions. Um, I am starting Soul School in January, which is a 12-month Akashic Records training, which is all around working with the records for yourself and then learning how to read that and hold that space for other people. So it's a real immersion into the, into that space. Um, and I also run a membership community called Soul Space, which is for the spiritually curious. So this is really about you understanding who you are as a person navigating through all of the amazing spiritual tools that we have available. So we do activations and, um, you know, how to read tarot cards and learning about the angels and all and working with vibration and the law of attraction and, and Reiki and, and all of the things. Um, so the best way to, I, I spend a, probably a bit too much time than I should on, um, Facebook. Um, so if you want to find me on there, that's where you'll find me at the Melissa Amos. And it's the same name across the platforms. Um, if you want to find me. Beautiful. And incl- I'll include your details in the show notes. So if anybody wants to reach out via Facebook, Insta, et cetera, um, you can find the details there and. You know, Stace, I'd love for you to talk about some of the things that we're doing, um, you know, kind of some of the promotions we have on right now. And if somebody wanted to learn more about the records, what would that look like? Yeah, so we have a few things that we're offering right now. Um, We wanted to do some things to make it a little bit more affordable for you to connect with us in this season where everybody's focused on gift giving and taking care of everyone else. But If you are someone who is looking to do an intuitive reading or an intuitive coaching session, we are offering a 30-minute intuitive coaching or intuitive reading session, either with myself, with Namesh, or with us both, with a name your price offer. I know it sounds crazy, but you send us a DM, name the price, or let us know that you're interested in the service. And then we will send you a payment link and a link to book. This offer is good until December 31st. In addition to that, we have a promo right now on a joint Akashic record reading with myself and Namesh. Normally $199 US dollars on promo for $149 US dollars. And then we also have Akashic training that we do, which is done in a series of three sessions. If you're interested in that, you can visit either one of our websites to find out more. And then always reach out to us. We never tire of the connection with our listeners. And if you are wanting to book something, but maybe you aren't sure what it is you need, 
then send us an email or a DM. We'll include our details in the show notes. Um, we love the messages we get. We get mes messages every week from people from around the world uh, talking about the impact this podcast has had on them, um, reaching out about the work that we do. We love what we do. And uh, I assure you, we will get back to you in a timely manner. And we're grateful that we're able to do this work. It's a blessing. Love it. Love it. And just, just to mention about the joint reading, I um, I really do believe the service we offer is kind of unique. I've not seen it anywhere else where you get two readers from a divine feminine, divine masculine perspective, and you get insights. Just It's just we're so aligned, but there's, there's a difference and there's a yin and a yang to it. So I always, always recommend it. It's such a beautiful connection. Um, but as we close close out the episode, I'd like to hear from both of you in terms of any final bits of advice for anyone that kind of maybe has some concerns or, you know, kind of want to connect with the records that you might have. And secondly, maybe one or two general prompts from each of you in terms of if somebody wants to dive deeper into their energy and kind of connect with their vibration, what would you recommend? So Melissa, I'm going to start with you. Um, any advice you have and any general prompts you can think of for our listeners? Yeah, I, I can understand that when we start talking about a subject like this, it's so big and it can be it can kind of feel quite daunting. Um, but the records are yours, or at least your Akashic records are yours. And they are constantly communicating with you all of the time. And you can even just consider if I asked you now, you know, what did you have for lunch yesterday? And this this memory, this information starts to come up to you and you wonder, well, where was that information before I asked that question? It wasn't sitting there in my brain. It wasn't still the sandwich in my tummy. It came from somewhere. Um, and maybe that space that it's coming from is this field that holds everything that ever was. And so really, in some way or another, you're connecting with the records oftentimes. Um, but more than that, if it is true that the Akashic Records are a record of everything that's ever said, said, been done, had, then it only stands to reasons that in this moment you are also writing your records. And so every single moment of every single day you are writing your records. And sometimes just even having that awareness, even just for five of the seconds in the however many seconds there are in a day, and you go, okay, I see myself or I catch myself, you know, worrying about the future or, or concerned about the past or, um, you know, going through all of these scenarios. And even in that moment, you can just say, well, what what do I want to write in my records today? What do I want to have in there today? What in my next life when I finally got the guts to go and read the records myself and I go back to this life? What is it that I want to be reading and knowing and understanding? um and you know like be playful with it. it doesn't all have to I know we're talking about this sacred reverent space but you know it contains everything and it contains a very light vibration so you know have fun enjoy be curious have that explorative um quality about you and and be open to the healing that's there um it is accessible to anybody who has the uh right intention vibration and questions I think nowadays um for journal prompts, um, I would ask myself, well, what do I need to know? What would actually really help me if I knew today? What would help me in my today if I knew that? What would help me? Um, and start to, you know, and just free write, free journal. Maybe even if you, even if you've not opened the records, maybe ask, if I was in the records now, what would I learn? What would I know? And just start writing, free writing, see what, see what comes up. Um, and happens um, if you want to go a bit deeper perhaps a really nice one would be um, something along the lines of what have I done and who have I been that has that is leading me to my life of greatness joy peace passion whatever it is that you're kind of yearning for right now um, and just just write like you're telling a story and then read it back and feel how that feels in your body. Love it. Wow. Some powerful, some some powerful prompts there to kind of go deep. And Stace, the same question to you. 
So I find this topic a little challenging for journal prompts because we're talking about the Akashic records and if somebody hasn't been in them before, you might not know what to do. So I would say in this moment, journal about what would you like to have more clarity on in who you are and why you are the way you are. So what is it about yourself that you could use more understanding? Whether it's a personality trait, whether it's a life experience, whether it's a connection with another person, just allow yourself to free flow right about that and see what comes up. And then I encourage you, if by some chance this podcast is sparking a little fire in you, what is holding you back from embarking in this process and having a reading? And what would be your goal in having a reading? Just see what comes up. I love it. I love it. Such, um, you know, it's uh, it's beautiful to go deep, right? And um, you know, in terms of you know, catching records and journaling on it is obviously we've not experienced it. But maybe I'd recommend if you could just if you listen to the podcast and you're in a position you can close your eyes, just take a moment to feel the vibration around you. If you can feel the energy and the vibration and just how much you've been held in this space, maybe that opens up something deeper in you. Again, if you're listening to the podcast, you're listening to it for a reason. Um, and there is a reason, right? Maybe, as Stacey was saying, you're ready for a reading. Maybe you're ready to to go deeper and, and, and learn about you and actually open that modality up in you and open the records yourself. Maybe you just want to listen to one of the meditations and just... There's lots of prayers available online. You know, I would always check with your intention. Um, I love talking about the records. I've changed my life. And like I was saying earlier, I feel very protected. Not that, not that they need protecting, but thank you both for having this conversation with us. I, I really do feel very blessed with the records. I do feel they've changed my life. And I'm really hoping for at least one listening changes there. So I'm going to first hand over to Melissa for any final words before we close out. And then I would say, so Melissa, to you first, any final words for our listener? Thank you. Um, thank you for this amazing conversation. You know, it's something that I wish everyone would talk about more often because it really, like it was mentioned earlier, the more we're in it, the more, the more aware we are of it and the more we allow ourselves to open up to the space, I think the stronger the vibration starts to live through us. Um, if you're wondering, well, if is this for me? Um, if you're here, probably it is for you. Um, in one, in some way or another, there's a curiosity. You won't have, you know, sat with us for this last hour or so if there's nothing there for you. Um, one thing that I've learned that I know for sure, 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 is that everybody is here for a purpose. Everybody is here for a purpose, but there is no coincidence why we are here in this life at this time with the unique set of circumstances that we have. The more clarity and understanding that you have, especially through a realm that holds everything with such reverence and peace and understanding, the more you can allow yourself to let that grow. And then the less scary things are, really. Um, so you don't have to dive all the way deep. You don't have to go and do a three and a half hour session. You don't have to go. You don't, you know what? You don't even have to go and change your life if you don't want to. Um, but why not just allow for this um, realm of love? wisdom healing understanding to touch you even for a moment love it stace any final words from you for our listeners be open be open to something different that you haven't been exposed to before i know for me i was pretty closed off to the idea of something new and when i took that trust fall and I allowed myself to experience something that I hadn't before. It opened up a whole new world to me. And so I encourage our listeners to be open. And if it's something you're curious about, reach out to any of the three of us for more information. We're all open channels and willing to help you on your journey.
Thanks for listening. I love it. I love it. I couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. I really do, like I was saying at the beginning, feel like we're all going through some kind of awakening and, you know, I'm sure we can do with some sort of guidance and the records are a great place to be guided by. So thank you. I feel very blessed with this podcast. Very, very, very blessed with having the two of you on as guests, talking about one of my favorite topics, sending all our listeners so much love and light, and we shall speak to you all very soon. Bye for now.